Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is Suncast. Each week, I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Hey, well, welcome back, Solar Warriors, Climate Champions. This is another Tactical Tuesday here on Suncast. These are conversations with subject matter experts designed to give you practical tools, tips, and advice for building your solar business or career and grow with us in this clean energy revolution here on Suncast. If Thursdays are thoughtful insights into the who of the industry, consider this the what, when, how, where, the tools of the trade, if you will. And very often, as is today, we bring you content from one of our many live broadcasts and trainings. This one in particular is coming to you from the most recent live event that we've held, which is RE+, where we partnered with the conference to bring the Power Up Media Zone to life. At the Media Zone, we interviewed industry thought leaders, personalities, executives, and founders to glean their insights about the current trends and where the industry is going. This is one such interview, and I know you are going to love it. And if you're new here, I would hope that you will subscribe to the show. I hope that we earn your attention and trust after today's conversation. Of course, you can find more than 525 additional founder stories and startup advice over in our catalog of back conversations at mysuncast.com. You will also find all of the conversations that we streamed live from the Power Up Media Zone over on YouTube. If you just search Suncast Media or if you just put in to YouTube the channel marker for Suncast Media, it's all one word, Suncast Media, you will certainly find our channel and become one of our more than 1,000 subscribers to that channel as well. For now, let's get down to business and tune up your skills, Solar Warrior, with another practical, tactical, live conversation from RE Plus here on Suncast. All right, as promised, we are live once again here on the show floor at the Power Up Media Zone. This is going to be a fun conversation. It's our first conversation today on focusing on the residential homeowner. If you want to hear from the likes of Sunrun, Span, or Google about how they envision the future of home, the future of the electrified home, and how to make it simple and easy to electrify, you're in the right spot. I encourage you to cozy up to our cozy chairs and charging cubes. This is the Power Media Zone, which is presented by Fluence, and we are live streaming thanks to our partners, SunGrow. And Tygo, you can catch that live stream at suncast.live. Please bookmark it so that you can take these conversations on the go. I am joined today by Hannah Bascom, Senior Director of Market Development Policy from Google, particularly with Nest. Thank you for joining me, Hannah. Delighted to be here. Thanks. Great to see you. I have my friend Christopher Rauscher, the Senior Director of Policy. I know I'm going to botch this. You just told me. Well, it's a title I made up, so it's hard to... <laughs> Senior Director of Policy and Market Development. Chris is the nexus between policy and BD at Sunrun. And he really is one of those guys at Sunrun who create, he's a market maker. I like to call him a market maker at Sunrun. So I've had Chris on the Suncast podcast before, and uh, he really understands 
how the the product evolution has happened in our industry because he's been at the forefront of it in many ways. And last but certainly not least, we have the chief revenue officer of Span, Mr. Ryan Harris. Nice to be here. Ryan, it's great to have you. You guys are on a tear right now. We're giving it our best. Truly, indeed you are. Well, look, the consumer, the homeowner, is on a journey right now that is unparalleled right now. We're definitely finally crossing the chasm. I think that all of us who've been on this journey for as long as, uh, as many of us have are excited at what it means for us to move from that early innovator, early adopters phase to the early majority, where we finally reach that coveted 30% that lets us know we're moving towards mass market. Nobody would like to see mass market better than Google. You've had a, an extensive run here at having a mass market success in a product known as Nest. Most of us here uh, are familiar with it. We have to make these products that are more consumer-centric if we want to see consumers care at all. That's why you see folks focused on all-black solar panels. That's why you see a lot of the battery technology emulating other kinds of technology, right? That's why you see product technology like Span not trying to recreate a homeowner's experience, but trying to improve upon it. So perhaps no product, as I mentioned, has been made it easier for consumers to really take that first step towards energy consciousness and efficiency as Nest. Hannah, can you talk a bit about that customer journey and the evolution therein as seen through the lens of Nest toward making it easier and more accessible for homeowners to electrify and decarbonize their home with beautiful products? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been at Nest almost nine years. So actually I've seen the customer demographics change quite a bit in that time. So, you know, nine years ago when I started, I got asked all the time, well, isn't Nest just a, you know, a toy for the rich and well-educated? Mm. And at the time, that was our primary demographic, to be honest, right? So even though when customers bought a Nest, it would pay for itself within a year or two, only those who tended to be kind of the energy nerds or the kind of design-focused homeowners were getting the product. And over time, as people have learned more about uh, the product have come to be um, mindful of not only the climate benefits, energy savings, bill savings benefits the Nest can have, but then also the comfort and convenience benefits. We've really started to see the, the demographic shift. But we also know that price point is a major driver for consumers' purchasing behavior in, uh, in these well-established categories like thermostats. And so in collaboration with other partners such as utilities, we've been able to harness energy efficiency rebates, and then energy service incentives to drop down the point uh, point of sale cost on those devices. And that really has helped to accelerate adoption. So we are still in early days. You know, we're not at, you know, in the 80, 90% of, of customer uh, homes as of yet, but definitely continuing to see traction as customers are more aware, you know, than ever of the need to contribute on the climate front and just the desire to have a smart and connected home. Well, as more people add products like solar panels, which many are here to talk about and learn more about batteries, electric appliances, and electric vehicles to their home, there's an increasing need to figure out how to monitor and manage that technology. Obviously, the ability to monitor one of the most important comforts of the home is Nest in the, that of the thermostat. But ultimately, we have to monitor and control all of the loads. No technology has existed longer, perhaps, to do that than the, uh, the humble electric panel. Uh, it's more than a hundred year old technology. Brian, I'd love to hear how Span's smart electric panel hel is helping make the transition for homeowners to an electrified home more uh, simple and easy. Sure. 
Yeah, I think with the electric panel, the first thing we wanted to do was, was not throw out the good, right? It's still at its core a, a safety device. And so we maintained a lot of that functionality and then adding a bunch of compute and, uh, and communication capability on top of it to, to really enable the homeowner as they start to electrify, adding renewables, adding storage, and, and ultimately producing kind of a better home experience. I think as we think about the ease of the product, I think we first have to acknowledge there, there are two kind of consumers for us uh, in any electrification product. There's the first and foremost, the end consumer, uh, but there's an intermediary consumer, which is an electrical contractor. We're not electrifying anything unless we make this product easy, understandable, and accomplishable for that very important layer in this journey. And so for the span panel, we tried to make it very understandable from an installation perspective by the electricians and kind of that, that community of, of home renovation groups. And then we wanted to add on top of that, a really understandable layer of home energy management for the consumer. I find it quite interesting. And I spent 10 years at, at Sunrun prior and, and just the consumer's understanding of energy consumption uh, writ large is, is just not as advanced as you would think it is. And it's such a large pocket of consumer spend. And so we wanted to provide an appropriate layer of understanding and engagement uh, with this large bucket of spend and try and educate for, for the consumer, you know, what does it look like to, to manage my energy more efficiently? And what does it look like to start to integrate uh, electrical loads in addition uh, to renewables and storage? So all that comes through in, in our SPAN app interface, uh, a software interface that we think is critical to any sort of product adoption. Um, and so we in, kind of in sum, we, we really tried to focus on two areas, the installer and then the end consumer. As we empower these consumers to not only monitor their comfort in a more elegant and simplified way, uh, but to manage it in a way that they understand that, that they don't have to change their, their habits or purchasing uh, patterns, as it were, they are able to envision a world where they can produce electrons from technology they own. They can put solar panels in their home. They can put batteries in their garage and indeed begin to participate in markets that we only really envisioned being real three, four, five years ago, Chris, right? When we started thinking about how could we give homeowners the ability to participate uh, in these more broad network effect markets, as it were. Uh, Sunrun was an innovator in the Northeast, the first uh, company to participate at a macro level, as it were, to aggregate storage demand and sell it into a regional market you continue to innovate in these kinds of products that you can offer homeowners. So Chris, as I mentioned before, you're kind of a market maker. I'd love for you to talk a bit about the way that inside of Sunrun, you help installers and homeowners think more on the leading edge of how they can make these products more uh, easily accessible and comfortable while allowing them to expand beyond the solar panel, expand beyond the thermostat, expand beyond the storage to really integrate it into their lifestyle. Yeah, thank you, Nico. That's such a, a good question. I just, you know, I just want to take a moment too and think about the fact that we're having this conversation not in a vacuum, right? This is a consumer-driven revolution that we're experiencing and that we're all uh, taking part in. And what that looks like today is, you know, millions of people in Puerto Rico without power are just starting to get power back on. And so I just want to like take a moment and recognize the the impact there. You know, last time I saw you, we were we were on the island together and uh, how important solar and storage and home electrification has become to the residents of, of Puerto Rico. There's 50,000 families there that had power because of solar and batteries through this outage. And then, you know, also uh, here in California, 
in the, in the energy crisis earlier this month, it was 2,000 megawatts of demand response and DERs that made the difference from the grid going down or staying up. So, you know, as we talk about the individual products and the technologies here, I want to make sure that we place this within the context of this crisis and this transition that we're going through and how hugely important this is. So, I really think, you know, the three companies represented here, Google Nest, Span, and Sunrun, we are all kind of key building blocks in this transition. And at Sunrun, we really like to think of ourselves as the guide for the homeowner, right? We are the one company that brings the technologies together, the financing together, the management, the ownership, and that sort of single point of contact for busy families in our country who can't navigate this uh, on their own. Well, I'm glad you used the word navigate because I'm going to navigate towards something that Sunrun has done um, in a remarkable way. Do you already have the panels that's still happening? I know that we couldn't we couldn't bring the Ford folks over to this panel, but very few have been as forward-leaning as, uh, as your CEO, Mary Powell, in the integration of uh, a homeowner's ability to marry their, their, their choices in their home with the choice of how they move between home and work and other lifestyle choices. So how have you seen, from the position of the deep integration with Ford that you have, the way that consumers are starting to adopt uh, electric vehicle technology and what it means for technology like Nest and Span in our ability to scale for consumers. It's just really exciting that the partnership with Ford is. And, you know, a decade ago when I started in this industry and 15 years ago when Sunrun was started, it was just solar. And that's all we talked about was just solar. And now suddenly we're talking about everything because we know that we need to electrify everything in the economy and run it on clean energy. So being able to have a partnership with a, a legacy OEM like Ford where they electrified their best-selling model and America's best-selling model for the last 40 years and made it bi-directional. Got way out ahead of the competition. There's so much uh, momentum behind it that it's been astounding. And it's fantastic for an individual consumer because they can use the truck to power their home for days and days or indefinitely if they have uh, solar, but also for the grid, right? I mentioned that it was 2,000 megawatts of DR and DERs that kept the California grid online these past couple of weeks. That would only be 200,000 F-150 Lightnings right? Discharging power for one hour, right? Sounds like a big number, but Ford sold almost 800,000 F-150s in the country last year. They sold 125,000 in Texas alone, right? So it's not going to take very long for us to get to scale with these trucks before we have a dramatic impact on the grid. You know, we've also done modeling that shows only 75,000 of these trucks could take all the oil offline during a peak event in New England in the wintertime. 50% of the total grid emissions, all the oil. Only 75,000 trucks. There's four and a half million cars on the road in New England. So I think it's really opened our eyes to the possibility as well as the mass market general consumer who would never have been interested in EVs, solar, batteries, smart panel, smart thermostat before, and suddenly they're all in. Hey, I know you are a savvy listener. Heck, you're listening to Suncast and you've probably, as a result, heard of a little company called SunGrow. If you're not using SunGrow inverters on your projects, I would love to better understand why. They are the inverter of choice for many of the EPCs that I know. SunGrow is the number one in gigawatts deployed. They've got the top bankability in the industry, Hexsolve uses them for the majority of their projects. And you may not even know, but SunGrow has the largest R&D team in the power electronics industry. These three 
key points alone have convinced most of the major U.S. developers to prefer SunGrow. They now experience a diversified supply chain, local service team, patented containerized product, all with their seamless, pain-free commissioning. Look, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So why spend all of your cycles on what inverter to use when the largest EPC in the land has already done the heavy lifting for you? You can have their same experience for your projects. See how at mysuncast.com forward slash SunGrow. Hey family, one quick reminder here that if you haven't yet joined Resource Labs, you are missing out. It is our outstanding community. It's the evolution of Suncast moving from presentations, you listening to us talk, to conversations. Our community involved in conversations as varied as powering Australia to green hydrogen to crypto and so many other things. Our newsroom is full of great insights. The main chat and even our RE Plus Where to Party At channel have been popping off. We've got more than 100 folks enjoying the community, and I would invite you in. You can do that at mysuncast.com forward slash community. Come see how Resource Labs can help you grow your influence, impact, and income. See you inside. And as I mentioned in the outset, the gateway for much of this has been driven from uh, even back through uh, Obama era incentives, homeowner focused energy efficiency, everything from lighting upgrades to envelope of the building to upgrading their thermostat to control their power in a more efficient way. I'd love to hear, you know, Google is almost synonymous with cloud in, uh, in terms of cloud computing. How as a homeowner can I benefit from, or how does Google think about helping leverage the cloud technology behind a product like Nest? Because it's not just something that moves my thermostat and without me having to think about it anymore, it it also offers a kind of two-sided market for homeowners and utilities to benefit from the data flow. Can you talk about the data flow and what that means for consumers? What you envision moving forward, like pull us forward into like the home of 2030. Sure, yeah. So it's very difficult to make complex things simple. And I think that that has been the key to Nest success for a really long time, right? So we didn't appeal to the energy nerd. We made understanding and engaging with your energy simple and kind of happen in a very seamless way. And I think that the beauty of both Span and Sunrun is that they are approaching it in much that same way. And I think you you used the word journey earlier. And I think if you surveyed customers, most of them would not say that they're on an electrification journey, right? They decide to buy an EV or a new heat pump or get solar because they're thinking about that in, in a little bubble. And so the key for all of us is going to be how do we use early actions and then build on them over time and make it as easy as possible for customers to adopt the different incentives and measures that they are qualified for, as well as upgrade their homes. Because the data point you made was an excellent one, because there are today so many disjointed sources of data that we really need to bring together in order to make this easy and seamless for customers. But then, of course, the physical infrastructure upgrades that need to happen also so massive. So for us, when we're thinking about engaging with customers and getting them on the journey, you have to start with the basic steps. Now, first get an S thermostat, make it really easy to sign up for utility demand response program. In the future, you're going to have 
through the Google Assistant or potentially Span or Sunrun, a bunch of other stuff that's connected. And so then let's try to extend your enrollment to grid services so that you can be a resource during a grid emergency and you're not, in fact, as a, as a you know, new EV owner, causing more problems for the grid. So it's, it's a massive task in front of us and we'll take certainly all of the good minds here at RE Plus uh, to, to figure it out. One of the companies trying to figure it out at the component level, of course, is Span. Ryan, you guys have, uh, like every company, necessarily focused through the, the, the scale-up phase of your business on one core technology, that being the smart panel. You have your beachhead now as a well-established brand. But if you look around the floor, if you pan through all of the different booths here, you'll find that not just Span, but every company is trying to figure out the, how do I expand now share of wallet of my customer, right? I'm not an installer just selling them solar panels. I'm selling them storage. I'm not a manufacturer just selling them uh, solar panels. I'm selling them storage. I'm selling them a Nest thermostat, perhaps. But it all has to eventually get connected. Sunrun's installers, Sunrun's customers don't drive their Ford Lightning home and plug it straight into the span panel. So can you talk about the evolution of the product categories that make all of this possible for the homeowner? Sure. That's a great question. I, I, I think the... The areas where we're going to see continued evolution are going to be the integrations between a lot of these sorts of products, right? Our, our partnership with, with Sunrun is a, is a great example where we're, we're not trying to, to own the customer. I think the consumer is going to really drive, you know, what set of products and what set of experience and value props, you know, they purchase for their home. And we see an opportunity to, to be an enablement product for many other value props and, and integrate and bring those solutions to you know, to the comprehensive value prop for the customer. And I think one of the things that's interesting about your original question, you know, this concept of early adopters to larger scale, I think consumers are starting to understand that, you know, they can live with this set of technologies in an abundance mindset as opposed to a scarcity mindset. I think historically renewables had this idea of like, I'm making some sort of sacrifice, right? I'm having to say no to certain things in order to do what I know could be right or is right. And I think we're at a place where that's no longer the case, right? We're, we're able to offer a fundamentally better experience, better way of, of life, better you know, uh, comfort within the home. And I, I think why you see EV adoption just starting to explode is the platform itself is, is a better product than an ICE vehicle. It's, it's, of course, greener and more sustainable. It's faster. It's more cost effective. It's smarter. And I think we're, we're in the evolution where that's going to start to happen at the home level. The product, the platform of the home is going to be a better home as a result of integrated electrification products. And I think how we think about it is we want to find the right place for us to participate but we're not trying to build a closed ecosystem. We want to be collaborative uh, and we want to bring a, a combined set of products forward because we think ultimately the consumer is going gonna, is gonna to demand that. I love that you said sacrifice because it's an interesting concept. Businesses that are going solar don't want to sacrifice efficiency of the operations of the business. They, they really don't want to sacrifice time, downtime of their, of their company. Homeowners, the one thing they don't want to sacrifice is comfort, if we're honest, right? And that's what made Nest beautiful is it actually elegantly allowed for microclimate changes that maximized efficiency while, while minimizing discomfort. And I like to think about not the advantages, but rather the obstacles to getting to the early majority, that 30% that we want to get to. A lot of folks here are talking about how the IRA is providing a tailwind for us at long last. I'd love to hear as we round out the conversation here, what work do we still have yet to do? right? 
So I'll let you kind of go in order, if you will. Where do we still have work to do to get to that early majority and further diminish the obstacles to their real adoption? An EV in every home, an EV charger that elegantly connects to their load center and their storage system. And by the way, you can make energy, you can store it, you can sell it back to the grid. Hannah, I'll start with you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's a big question. How do I, how I, do I pick I just one? I, don't, I didn't prep you well with this, but that's fine. I mean, you can talk about your product categories as well that you see coming online. as Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I alluded to this before, but uh, with my Nest hat on, we need to make customers aware of the different products that are available to them and the benefits of adopting those problems. I mean, of those products, because it is, we're never going to solve the, the problem without, you know, that raised awareness. Chris? I've got two answers or two sets of answers. One is that um, I think I, I have probably five to eight apps that I use to have insight and control over my home today. You know, we have a fully electrified house, one EV, and I've got an app for every different thing. And it's a horrible customer experience. And I went through a ton of different contractors to, to do this and, and paid way, way too much. So we have to wring that friction out of the customer experience so that we can get to that majority. The second answer, and there's so much work to be done here, is there's only one interest at the table that already has every single customer in the entire country. That's the utilities. Yeah. So we need to uh, seek more radical collaboration with them. That's something that Mary Powell, our CEO, is fond of saying all the time. And I think the utilities really need to come around and see that we are now, all of us, Span and Sunrun and Google Nest, we're now all agents of load growth. We're going to give the utilities so much business, so much load. It's going to be incredible. And I know from my own experience, we have you know, 9KW of solar at our house, and it covers 50% of our annual load. That's it because we've converted all of our dollars from fossil fuels to electricity. So we have to really uh, partner with the utilities. They are good answers. I'm, like, I'm taking notes. Like, I need to start listening to Mary's uh, keynotes. I think there's also two things that are, are uh, particularly of, of interest or of focus for us. The upskilling of the electrical uh, contractor class and, and to be able to expand that capacity. I think what you're observing now is you know, a lot of exchanging of that capacity amongst different entities and, and a bit of, of cost drive up as a result of that. And we need to really look at this as a pie expanding opportunity to bring a whole uh, bunch more capacity into the market and ultimately improve the value prop to the end consumer. And then understand that it, the consumer's journey is, gonna, is not gonna be the same consumer to consumer to consumer. And we have to build products and processes that allow the consumer to make those steps when it makes sense for them. Uh, to not be boxed out from a decision that they previously made to a decision that they're going to make in the future and allow them to electrify on their own pace. And I think if we do that, if we remove that friction, the consumers are going to accelerate naturally themselves. And so I, those are the two things that we think a lot about. Well, I can truly say that I have, I have nothing more to add. You guys are sages for me on where the industry is going and how homeowners can truly benefit from these technologies. I loved what you said, just as a highlight, Chris, the thing you said, agents of load growth. That is so apropos because that's what we are about as an industry. It is in, in a nutshell why utilities need a better collaboration with each person on the stage and the folks that we represent in the industry and how we can foster more radical collaboration. Thank you, each and every one of you. Hannah Bascom of Google. Chris Rauscher of Sunrun and Ryan, ha Ryan Harris of Span. It has been a truly enjoyable journey with you today, and I'd love to have you back anytime on Suncast and the Power Up Media stage. Thank you. Thank you, Nico. Yeah, thanks. Great conversation.
All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's live stream replay from RE Plus Power Up Media Zone. I want to thank once again the sponsors who helped make the Media Zone possible, in particular, Fluence, who is our presenting sponsor, and our wonderful supporting sponsors as well who contributed to the show. Thanks again to RE Plus for trusting us with half of your booth on the show floor. And thanks to each and every one of you who not only showed up here for this replay, but who showed up live on the show floor to help create that audience atmosphere and give us that feedback right from the show floor. I'd love to know what you learned from this conversation. If you'd go to mysuncast.com and click on the episode notes page, you'll find a link to the show notes for this episode right in your podcast player in the description. We always link to it. And in that show notes page, you'll easily find links to all of our social media. Would you take a moment and go on to LinkedIn, find the post that we've made for this episode, and let us know what you thought about this one in particular. I know that the guests would love to hear your feedback, and I would love to know how we can make this a more enjoyable experience for you, or where exactly this landed and resonated for you. How does this episode help you push forward in your career, your business, your journey in this clean energy revolution. If you want to enjoy even more conversations like this, well, not only do we live stream the whole RE Plus event to our YouTube channel, which is also easily findable there in the show notes page, but we have more than 525 episodes, resources, highlights from all these discussions, along with social media links and each guest's book recommendations, their insights, and so much more over on our website at mysuncast.com. If you've been wondering how you could partner with Suncast like one of our sponsors did for this live event or like our many partners throughout the year have partnered on our mini episodes and our custom Tactical Tuesday episodes, or if you'd like to just inquire about potentially having me look at your business through the coaching lens or as an advisor and investor and help scale your clean energy business, well, you could find out how to do more of all of that by going over to mysuncast.com. We try to make it a little easier for you to find the path that meets your needs as you scale your personal and professional journey in the clean energy economy. Remember, you are what you listen to. Thanks again for showing up, Solar Warrior. It's half the battle.